Welcome to the Diligent Podcast, where we desire to be diligent in our studies, and I'm your host, Joshua Cantrell. Uh, always thankful, appreciative for this opportunity to come to you all in this particular platform to study the Word of God, to grow, to be challenged, to be encouraged, to really allow our lives to uh, to be changed in such a way that uh, they will certainly cause us to be more and more like our Savior, Jesus Christ, today. We are continuing the discussion on being in the world and not of the world. And on those lines, we have been discussing for some time now, how does culture affect a doctrine or should culture affect the way we view the Bible? And uh, today we're going to continue that discussion. Hopefully, um, probably wanting to do one this episode and maybe one more so we can kind of move on to some other things I want to talk about this season. Uh, but let's let's get into it. So, of course, we have been really just laying the framework and the foundation for this lesson. And I know many people have wondering of uh, a person um, recently asked me, well, how would you define culture? And I said, well, let's go to Google, <laughs> you know, like anyone else. And it defined it as the arts and other manifestations of human intellectual achievements regarded collectively. Another definition says the customs, which this is the one I like, the customs, arts, social institutions, and achievements of a particular nation, people, or a social group. Now, that definition is certainly uh, what I think about, at least when I think about culture. You know, if I was using my own a language today, I would say culture is just really the social status of the day. I mean, of course, you can uh, use different words there, but for me, I think the social status of the day would, would probably be the way in which I would define culture, but uh, thankfully, Google has already done that for us. So, uh, we can easily see, just from those two definitions alone, we can easily see that culture has a lot to do with what society deems important. That's why on ESPN, I love watching ESPN, but typically when some news is breaking, it's not going to be the top of the headline for very long. The goal is sometimes really always to uh, find the next thing. Okay, we got that, but what's next? What do we need to know Next, and so that's generally speaking, that's 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 typically typically how that goes as far as uh, as far as culture goes. So, what does society uh, deem important at that particular time? Society views society's view rather, and God's view are always going to conflict. A culture has a way of changing over time. We talked about that last episode. How cultures foundation is never solid. Imagine standing on something and you can see the cracks, you can see the crumbs, you can see uh, that the foundation isn't what it needs to be. And, and as a result of that, we often see that this is not going to sustain us. This is not going to keep us up. This is not going to support us. I think that's very kin to culture uh, as well. Culture like anything, it's learned. 
Uh, we began learning from the time we are born. We began seeing things and, and observing those particular things. And often we have things that we are not accustomed to doing. And we fail to realize that culture plays a large part into that. Uh, culture can be invisible to those who uh, do not live in a particular culture. We see people live a certain way and they do things to us that may seem unusual. To them, it is just a part of their culture. And so culture, it shapes a generation and will produce how they ultimately see the world. You know, whether we know it or not, that whether we know it or not, the young people that are currently behind us right now, they are growing up in a culture. We even uh, sometimes run away or shy, or shy away from the word condition. They are being conditioned to live or act a certain way. And on some level, culture indeed does that. But as parents, as uh, godly parents, as husbands, as fathers, we should be showing them or teaching them the difference of that. Hey, I know what the teacher is telling you. I know what culture says. I know what Instagram and, and Facebook and social media and Snapchat and TikTok. I know what's trendy right now. But let me show you something that has stood the test of time. That being the Word of God. And that's exactly what the Word of God does, friends. The Word of God, it has stood the test of time. Having an opportunity to visit other countries. I'm sure many people listening could share the same sentiments as well. I came to learn how different their culture was from us in America. Culture has a way of influencing us to react in ways that are accustomed to that that are accustomed to us. I came to learn that there are layers even of culture. Listen to this. I did some research and the national level says uh, as associated with the nation as a whole, the regional level. It says, well, let me let me go back there. I kind of run all that together. The national level is this, associated with the nation as a whole. And then you have the regional level, associated with ethnic, linguistic, or religious differences that exist within a nation. And then you have the gender level associated with gender difference, male and female. And then you have the generation level associated with the differences between grandparents and parents. And then you have the social level associated with educational opportunities and difference in occupation. And you also have the corporate level associated with a particular culture of an organization applicable to those who are employed. Now, that's just a quarter of the list of all the different levels that are in society today. Culture is influential within the subject of Christianity. Christians, listen to this now, sometimes as Christians, we pick culture over what God has already stated. We allow our preferences to eclipse the word of God. As we noted before, and as I'm sure as you heard maybe in sermons or just in passing, 
we have a standard. We live by a different set of rules, and that's the word of God. The word of God shapes and governs and tells and, and shows us the way God wants us to live as opposed to the rest of the world. And it's almost as if sometimes people fail to realize, don't you know that even Jesus grew up or lived in a different culture, that being the Roman culture? It's, 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 it's almost like sometimes we think that Jesus is just so disconnected because Jesus didn't experience Instagram or all the different social media outlets today. Brethren, that is a very, very flawed argument because when you study the Roman government and the culture and everything that was associated with that, I mean, this was a power that was in existence for 500 years. And you don't think their culture not only did it change, but you don't think people allow that to govern and to rule their lives so much that when Jesus began when Jesus began preaching and teaching things that went against the culture in which he lived in, they ultimately put him to death. Jesus would urge us to be the example in everything that we do. You know, when you think about the Great Commission and how Jesus, the, his, his last words before ascending, Matthew 28, 18 through 20, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power or all authority has been given unto me in heaven and earth. Go therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. We have to teach the gospel to those within the culture they live. That's why the gospel is so important, friends. I, I, I find culture within itself as a standard for some people. In different places of the world, even the Bible, one group may do things differently than the next. Now, when you think about culture, think about American culture versus, versus European culture. Many, now, let, let me say this. We're, we're not suggesting that culture is sinful. Because depending on haircuts and dresses and shoes, shoes definitely fit into culture. Those things are not wrong. Those things are not sinful. Those things are just culture. They change. But when we allow culture to overtake the Bible, when we allow culture of dressing or the way we dress and we come into worship thinking that is okay when it's not Christians, not non-Christians, talking about Christians, then that's wrong. That's wrong. We know that's wrong. And Christians should live by a different set of ethics and morals anyway. But anyways, I want you to listen to this. Again, during this lesson, did some research. Dr. Willis, a doctor, did, a, a doctor says of culture. He says, all the elements of society must work together in harmony. If you bump or change one part of culture, it will have a ripple effect through the entire system. For example, 
if a sawmill or mine shuts down in a town, it will impact the entire community, school, taxes, health services, recreation, roads, food services, everything. It will affect. Consequently, outsiders will be very wise before mocking and changing other customs. That said, every culture has good and bad in it. Some have developed, some have devolved rather, into some very uh, unfortunate practices. Paul in Romans 1, 18-32 paints a vivid picture of societies that have rejected God and defended into very vile and self-destructive customs. And that is from uh, this individual by the name of Dr. Willis. When you, I have a friend who's from Ireland, and every time I talk to him, he just, not in a negative way, but he'll throw jabs sometimes saying how, man, things are just so much better where I'm from than America. And uh, and I always, you know, every time he says it, I'm like, man, you know why he keeps saying that? And he always gives me the same answer. It's very simple. He said, man, sometimes in America, you guys do things that are not sinful or that are not wrong, but it's just not the way we would do it back at home. You know, I grew up in a, a culture where morals were just so important. Saying, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Saying, though, you know, I say that to all ages today. I, I, I just cannot get that out of me because it's just been so ingrained into me. That's how my parents raised me. That's how the congregation in which I grew up with, that, that, that's just something that was expected. When two adults are talking, you don't interrupt them. You 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 want to get in trouble. You uh, you interrupt two adults from talking, but those things are not pushed as much today as it was when I grew up. Is that sinful? Absolutely not. It's disrespectful, certainly, for uh, a, a child to interrupt two adults. But think about it. I've even told, I've even been told by many people, don't call me yes sir, don't call me yes ma'am. To them, that's a sign of them being older. But to me, it's just a sign of me giving you the ultimate respect that I can give you. So, hey, culture it changes. Let's, let's talk about doctrine really quickly. Doctrine is defined as an act of teaching or that which is taught. Christian doctrine simply means the beliefs of Christians. We believe, we, we, we have a standard and we hold true and we believe that standard. When talking about the doctrine of Christ, we are learning from his teachings, which are absolute truth. When looking at the Bible as a whole, it is the doctrine of Christ. Uh, though our salvation is dependent on what the New Testament says, our Christianity stands and falls on the doctrine of Christ. Without the doctrine, we will have nothing to govern our lives and the doctrine of Christ has its foundation uh, on his life. So without the life of Jesus, without his life, without his teachings, we will have no doctrine. But because we have his life and we have his teachings, we certainly uh, have uh, the doctrine of Christ. So we're going to spend one more episode talking about uh, this uh, culture and doctrine. And then we're going to move on to some other things. Uh, but certainly in this episode, we certainly 
at least trying to, wanted to talk about culture, talk about some other different things. And, and, and next time we're together, we're going to conclude this particular lesson so we can move on. But as always, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in for the Diligent Podcast here on the Scared Abroad Network, where we are always desiring to be diligent in our studies. And I'm your host, Joshua Cantrell.